Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hey there, and welcome back to the Schools of Excellence podcast. This is the final episode in our three-part series of how to prepare for the new school year, why overcommitment can hurt your retention. So today I want to talk about, oh gosh, overcommitment is a concept that I have been wrestling and battling with probably for most of my life. The thing when when it comes to overcommitment to recognize is that Many of you listening have a lot of commitments that bring you a lot of joy. Your calendar is full with a lot of things that make you happy. It's not that your calendar has things of like, oh, I don't want to do this or, oh, gosh, now I need to go. Like a lot of you have worked very hard to create a life and create your calendar and your commitments based on things that bring you joy and make you happy. And so when I talk about this concept of overcommitment, A lot of leaders have a very hard time grasping this because they're like, what do you mean? I love everything that I'm doing. Like, I don't want to take anything away. (laughs) And I say, you can do all the things, just not all at the same time. I'm going to say that again. You can do all the things, not all at the same time. What happens in the beginning of the school year is many leaders have a lot of commitments that have rolled over from the summer or from the end of the school year. And they're coming into the beginning of the school year where I spoke about in the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, definitely go check that out, where I spoke about the surge of energy questions, sensory overload that comes in at the beginning of the school year. And when you couple that with overcommitment, what happens is, is your staff's needs end up falling to the wayside. And it doesn't matter how many raises or bonuses or free lunches you give them in the beginning of the school year, you not being mentally and emotionally available is going to be a big hindrance on turnover. It's going to be a big cause of turnover. Let me explain. 
in the beginning of the school year, the teachers need you in a very different way, not just in a way of answering questions, but energetically. And I created this episode specifically for all of you that are the system leaders, okay? The the leaders that have every single thing written in their handbook. And there's an SOP for every single step that you make in the school. And there's a system and a checklist and a process and a PowerPoint and a spreadsheet for every single thing that could possibly happen in the school. You've got everything documented. Your systems are like golden. You can like package them up and sell them. Like they are just fantastic. And you have a checklist for everything, right? Every single thing has a checklist. Every email that you need to send out has a template and has a process and a link. And you've got everything, everything. Everything works like a well-oiled machine, okay? Even you need to create margin in the beginning of the school year to answer teacher questions. Because they are not coming just to get their question answered. They are coming to build connection. And if when someone comes and you hand them a spreadsheet, that is not building connection. That is giving them a spreadsheet. The beginning of the school year, you need to create capacity for connection and relationship and energetically being available for them in the beginning of the year. And when you are overcommitted, By default, you will say, I don't have time to answer that. I can't deal with that right now. I'll get to that soon. I'll talk to you next month about that. Um, Let's schedule a call for November. Let's do. And so what happens is the priorities are all screwed up. You prioritize all your commitments and tell all the teachers, I'll talk to you in a few weeks from now when things settle down, as opposed to flipping it and telling all your commitments, hey, SOPs and spreadsheets, I'm going to get to you in a couple weeks from now. Right now, I'm going to be available for the staff. Flip it. Flip it. Because your role as a school leader is not to create spreadsheets and SOPs. Your role as a school leader is to develop relationships and cultivate and nurture your staff and take care of them. You'll create your PowerPoints in October. So. The overcommitment comes from this desire that everything needs to be perfect. I want to control everything. I want to make sure nothing gets out of control. I want to minimize chaos. And so we think that we could spreadsheet our way to certainty. For all my spreadsheet lovers, for all my PowerPoint and system and handbook lovers, you cannot spreadsheet your way to certainty. You cannot PowerPoint your way out of chaos. And you cannot bullet point your way to perfection. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Uncertainty, not knowing, ambiguity are constants in our life. And the beginning of the school year, what your staff need is they need to learn how to tolerate that discomfort. They need to learn how to sit with that. That this discomfort doesn't go away in October or November or December. This discomfort exists because that's part of being in a school. There's uncertainty. I don't know if every teacher is going to come tomorrow. I cannot predict the future. I don't know if every child is going to be here. There might be 
less kids here and I might need to put classes together because I'm short step. I don't know. I can't tell you if Mr. Abrams is going to be upset tomorrow. I don't know. And so the beginning of the school year is less about, here's the process, here's the spreadsheet, here's the blueprint, here's the this, and it is so much more about, you're uncomfortable, I know, I know, it's really difficult to have a lot of crying kids at the beginning of the school year. Let's sit with that. What does it make you feel like inside? Why does it feel scary for you when all the kids are crying? Talk to me about that. Teach them how to sit in the discomfort and show them that they're okay even when everything feels not okay. They are okay even when everything is not okay. Leaders, please listen. If it's not the crying kids, it's something else. And if it's not that, it's their teacher came late. And if it's not their co-teacher came late, it's that this parent got upset at them. And if it's not that, it's licensing came and there was a violation in their classroom. You cannot create a handbook that will be flawless, that will not allow for any chaos, uncertainty, or ambiguity. That is not the way the world works. Just like your job as a parent, for those of you that are parents that are listening to this, your job as a parent is not to protect your child from disappointment or discomfort or run and save them. Your job as a parent is to teach your child how to deal with discomfort. My daughter Goldie is 10 years old and she we went to synagogue on Saturday and after services, a bunch of kids were inviting friends over and she didn't get invited. And we were walking home together and her head was down and she was, she was really hurt. She was rejected. She felt this intense rejection. You know, no one, no one invited her that week. And to give you context, Goldie is an extremely social girl. She's typically always having friends over. She's going to friends. Um, This was like a very rare experience where no one invited her. And Our urge as a parent is to want to fix it, make them feel better. And I stopped myself and I sat in that torturous discomfort of rejection with her. And I showed her, you're okay, Goldie. Even when you don't get invited, even when you feel an intense feeling of rejection, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. The gift that you can give your teachers, the gift that you can give your retention, the gift that you can give your profitability and your bottom line, the gift that you can give your school's overall health, financial health, mental health, brand awareness health, retention health, have less commitments in the beginning of the school year. And be there emotionally for your team. That when the teacher walks in and she's like, wow, that was a day. You can put everything aside and say, I'm here. Say more. I'm listening. Sit in that discomfort with them. Model and show them 
you're still okay. You're a good person even when you have a hard day. You're a great teacher even when all the kids wouldn't stop talking during that circle time. You're a good person even though you came late today and you let the team down. You're a good person who made a mistake. It's okay. We'll get through this. I find that as leaders, we spend so much of the year trying to reassure our staff, like, it's okay, don't worry, and that, and that, and just all, like, it's too much. There's so much reassuring going on, so much policing and, and protecting and writing up and just resentment and frustration and anger. What if the beginning of the school year had a different focus? What if it was, let me teach you how to be uncomfortable and be okay? Because part of being in childcare and part of teaching in a preschool classroom and part of leading a school is there's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be ambiguity. There's going to be moments of chaos. There's going to be times where you feel like you are over your head and you don't know how you're going to make it through the next hour. And I am here to model for you in these next couple weeks that you have what it takes inside of you to navigate that. Not because I'm giving you a spreadsheet, not because I'm giving you a handbook or a PowerPoint deck, but because you have the inner resilience to sit in the discomfort and tell yourself you're okay and you're going to find the tools to figure it out. We handicap our people when we show them that all the answers are outside of them. Here, the answer is in this PowerPoint. The answer is in the spreadsheet. The answer is in the handbook. The answer is in the portal. No, it's not. The tool is in the spreadsheet. The answer is inside of you. The answer is in you. They need to know to find the spreadsheet. You can't always be there to anticipate, okay, so when this happens, remember to log over here and then remember to do this. And then when that happens, remember to take a breath. And then when that happens, remember to pause and go outside. You remember we spoke about that and take a drink of water. And then when that happens, remember, oh, you should meditate during. Guys, you cannot anticipate every single freaking thing that's going to happen during the school year. Your team needs to learn the inner resilience and advocacy for themselves to be able to do that. And the head start that you're going to give them is to model and hold space for them in the beginning of the school year when the emotions are high intensity because it's the beginning of the school year. So they feel things much more intensely because everything is happening with such intensity because there's so much of a surge of it. You need to be available in a very different way in the beginning of the school year. And how are you going to be available in the beginning of the school year in a different capacity? You're going to reduce your commitments for a short period, for a short period of time, so that you're not the school leader who in March is still like, I still didn't get to this. There's so many fires. I still didn't get to this thing. I still can't do this. This thing has been in my plate since September. I still can't do it. Yeah, well, what if you spent two weeks? And just focused on this one area and then come back to it. No, we're afraid. We can't let go of anything. We have to hold on to everything. 
which is a whole separate conversation. So here's what I'm going to leave you with today. This is a big mindset shift. This is a big, big mindset shift for many leaders. And I know so many of you are listening to this and are deeply uncomfortable or really disagree with me, which is totally fine. I really encourage and invite dissent. I'm sharing this with the people that are listening and saying, yeah, you know, this is resonating with me. I, I, I want to think more about this. <clears throat> Look at your workload and ask yourself, what can be on pause in the beginning of the school year for two to three weeks so you can be there to hold capacity, to be there for your staff, to show them that they're okay even when they feel that things are not okay? You're going to have a very different school year. A very, very different school year. All right. If you're listening to this and you have enjoyed this three-part series in Back to School and you're looking for more resources, more community, uh, more training on these type of uh, concepts, then I would love to encourage you to check out our Directors in Our Circle, our Owners HQ program. We're accepting new applications right now. Link is in the show notes. You could check out our flagship programs and see if it's a good fit for you. Thanks so much for joining me on the Schools of Excellence podcast. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.